It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Radio presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino. I'm coming to you from the beautiful Sportsbook at Parks Casino TVs, comfy chairs, all the awesome. It's going to be rocking here tomorrow because mm. Elliot Shore Parks tomorrow. Yes. The NFC Championship game in Philadelphia. It will take place in Philadelphia. How about that, my friend? How you doing, pal? Man, I'm so ready for this game to kick off. Oh, I wish we were right now. Like, uh, today is going to be like torture waiting until tomorrow. I, I was thinking about it uh, last night, and by the way, Awesome event last night oh, uh, at McSorley's. Yeah, shout out to everybody that uh, that came, and it was just super fun. But I think last night reminded me of what we're all walking into tomorrow. Last week against the Giants was the beginning of the playoff run, right? That was the Super Bowl run. It was the first game. It was how they're going to come out, how they're going to play, and we saw how they played, and it was an amazing performance. But it was ultimately just a playoff win in, in a long string of playoff of a, of a franchise that has a lot of playoff wins. Tomorrow is a moment. Tomorrow is a game where 20 years from now, 15 years from now, we'll be talking about what happens on that field tomorrow. Well, you know, the 04 where they beat the Falcons, right? 1980, 2017, like games that come up in everyday conversation on the station all the time. That's what tomorrow has the potential to be. You don't get a lot of moments like the ones that's going to happen at Lincoln Financial Field tomorrow. I think it's going to be, look, we're going to get into to who we think's going to win. Spoiler alert. Eagles. I think the Eagles are going yes. to the Super Bowl. But I think tomorrow, when you take into account, it's the Niners. It's the best team they've played. It's, it's the you know, team that's been to the most NFC. It's like the most yeah. historic. They've been a seventh. Is their 17th or eighth, yeah. 17th or 18th NFC championship game. This is their seventh like, or whatever, eighth. If it was the Cowboys, that would have added to it. But when we look at the 2017 uh, Super Bowl, part of the thing that makes it one of the best Super Bowls ever and such a memorable Super Bowl is that they beat Tom Brady and the Patriots. And the 49ers are not them. But to your point, the 49ers are a historic franchise. This is not the, the Giants limping into the playoffs, right? So I just think about what it's going to be like there tomorrow. And the fact that, again, you only get so many of these moments in sports. We all love sports. We all, we all love talking about the Eagles, and we'll do it you know, for the rest of our lives. But tomorrow will be a game we're going to be talking about for the rest of our lives, for better, for worse, for good plays, for bad plays, for legacies, for the beginning of something or the end of something we thought was special. 
So I just can't wait to see how this game plays out. Being down at the NovaCare this week, in the locker room, talking to players, talking to coaches, man, this team is fired up and ready to go. I mean, they're the perfect combination, in my opinion, of loose, but also you can just feel the excitement of, it's not a nervousness, it's a feeling of they can't wait to get out on the field tomorrow and put on a show. Like, I think this team right now has the perfect mindset, from my experience talking to them, that you would want. So, you know, when, when it was first the Niners, I think there was a nervousness amongst people of this is a great team, who knows, blah, blah. We'll get into it, but I think they're going to win this game. I do too, man. And, and it's, it's like last week we came on the air at this time and we were like, they're not losing. Yeah. We're like, they are going to whoop the Giants' ass. I probably said that exact phrase 10 times yeah. during the show last week, and we felt super confident. And obviously, this Niners team is light years better than that Giants team. We can't come in and say, oh, it's a no doubt about yeah, it. they're way better. But, but I can't believe, as the week is, has gone on, how my confidence has grown in this team, and it's by looking at the matchup. It's by looking at this team. And again, this this Eagles team has been the best team all year. Mm. They have been the best team in the NFL. They had the best record. They've 14, now 15-1 and one with Jalen Hurts when he starts a football game, other than one weird game with turnovers yeah. and weird possession and all that. It's the only time they've been beaten. They've been the best team in football. And to your point about the matchup of it all, I mean, you add in the playoff wins, there's a 15-3 and three team facing a 15-4 and four team mm -hmm. to go to the Super Bowl. Like, that's big time, man. Yeah. That is big time. And to your point about Philadelphia and getting these type of days, I mean, think about it this way. I'm 41 years old. 41. Like, wow. I ain't a kid, man. Yeah. I'm middle-aged. Meanwhile, I got, I got carded walking you in here. You did. So. Yes, you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got carded walking different ends of the spectrum I in that I am 41 regard. years old. I've seen the Eagles go to the Super Bowl twice yeah. in my life, ever. Ever. Two times. Yeah. I've gotten to see the Eagles go to the Super Bowl, man. Like, think about that. You, The whole reason we are Eagles fans, the whole dream of it all, every single season, it's all about we want to win the Super Bowl. Like, that's the goal every year of our lives. And it's only happened once. And we've only been there twice. Well, like, to your point, tomorrow has a chance to be the third time in, in a lot of our lives and, and the fourth ever that this team has ever even advanced to the Super Bowl. Like, those are real stakes tomorrow. Well, even, and they're absolutely real stakes. Take it a step a step back, right? I mean, you followed this team your whole life. There's, six, you know, 16 regular season games. Now there's 17. There's preseason games. There's playoff games. There's, all, you know, hundreds of Eagles games you've watched. This will only be, what, the fourth time in your lifetime, in my lifetime, they'll be in the championship game in Philadelphia. You figure 4 uh, you know, the year before that against 03, the Panthers. 03, 02, right. and this. And then, uh, well, in 17. So this will be the fifth, I yeah, guess. Yeah, but this yeah. will only be the, the, the funny enough, the, the uh, fourth time they're a favorite at home. Yes, in yeah. The game. But true. it's just setting up for such a moment. And one thing, I, you know, you mentioned how your confidence ha has improved throughout the week. I think one thing that, that I'm seeing with this team is, I remember during the 2017 run, or I should say from the fan base, during 2017 it was, underdogs here's why we can win here's why i think they're going to win like i know they're three-point underdogs but here's why i think they're going to beat the falcons here why here's why they can beat the vikings here's why they're going to beat tom brady this this year to me it feels more like well here's why it could be close or here's why the giants are actually better than you think or man the niners are so good and i think the result of that like the core reason that's happening is because everybody that's worried about the Niners deep down knows the Eagles are the better team. And that wasn't the case. I mean, they were the better team in 2017. We didn't know it. But you didn't know it going in each yeah. matchup. We were confident in the city because of the underdogs, because of the vibe, because we were seeing it and we were seeing what was yeah. happening. But to your point, it was absolutely not. Like, they, again, they were underdogs. And everyone, yeah. yeah. And, like, that would be my message today, too, is the, the Niners are the best team the Eagles will face this year. But the Niners are not the better team. And if you remove the Eagles from one side and the Niners from the other, like remove the labels, 
what do we know wins football games? Like each week, whether it's week four, seven, 11, like whatever, wild card. We know certain things win football games. It's having the better offensive line. It's having the better defensive line. It's having the better quarterback. We can talk today about Debo and Kittle, A.J. Brown, like Christian McCaffrey. All those things are great kind of like, you know, side stories. The, this game will be decided by the quarterback and by the lines. And, when the, and if that's what decides it, and I, think so, and I think it will, the Eagles are better on the offensive line. They're better on the defensive line. And they're way better at quarterback. So going into this game, are there concerns? Of course, the Niners are a good team. The Niners could win this game. But the Eagles have everything you could ask for going into this. They have the, the uh, advantage in the trenches. They have the advantage at quarterback. And they're at home, right? The Niners are the ones that have to convince themselves they can win. The Niners are the ones that are showing videos in practice of the Buccaneers beating the Eagles at the vet because they know this is going to be a really hard task. They know they're not supposed to win this game. And the reason they're not supposed to win it is because they're not as good. The Eagles are better than the 49ers. This isn't the result of a schedule. This isn't the result of the fact the Niners are missing a quarterback, right? The Eagles are better. They are a better team than San Francisco. And then you add in the fact that it's at home. I think they're going to win the game. And last week we agreed they were going to really handle the Giants. I don't think it will be like that. But I am at a point where I would be more surprised if they lost than if they won by 10-plus. I think that the, the combination of being down there, seeing the vibe around the team, you know, having some more time to learn about the matchup, I really think this, this is set up for a moment. Tomorrow can be a moment at the link, and I think they're primed to, to do it. Yeah, and look, first and foremost, I agree with your core point. I think the Eagles are a better football team. Look, yeah. they've been a better team all year. Like, I know they, oh, they haven't played anyone. Neither of the Niners. Yeah. Their wins are just as good as the Niners' and wins. And they lost to the Chiefs. And, and again, they went 15-1 and one when their quarterback was on the field. And you know how much I've talked about the idea of it's not just the talent with Hurts. It's that the whole team feeds off this guy. He is the true leader of this group. Like, they get their cues from him. They get their calmness from him. They get the whole yeah. mentality of this team feeds off Hurts. And when he's not on the field, it changes everything. Everything and guess what? He's healthy. He's ready to go. Plus, I mean, we haven't even mentioned it, but Avante Maddox is off the injury. Twenty-two report. out of twenty-two Dude, starters. Just think about that in today's day, at today's era of football. What do we always say? It's a war of attrition. The team that's last standing will be the guys of. They will have twenty-two of twenty-two day one starters. Like I haven't looked into it, but. I can't imagine it's ever happened before, well, or if it has, maybe once. Like, that is astonishing. And not just the fact that they're all healthy. They haven't had to bench anybody. Yeah. Right? Think of how many Eagles seasons Everyone's we've seen, how many well. NFL seasons we've seen where, okay, yeah, he started as the nickel, but they moved to him. Or he was the starting defensive end, but really this guy is. All 22 starters have played well enough to not only remain healthy, but to be the starter for this game. And that's why, like, I think the Eagles roster is better. I believe that to my core. I think they've been a better roster this year. I think they're better man for man. But but, but let's step back and say a second and say, okay, maybe they're similar. Maybe maybe the Niners roster is, is just as good as the Eagles. I don't think it is. Right. But let's say it is. You mentioned it. The Eagles have two. Sometimes it's easy. Sometimes you yeah. look at something and, it, and it's simple for a reason. Occam's razor, right? There are two massive massive advantages the Eagles have in this game. Jalen Hurts is way, way, way better than yeah. Brock Purdy. He's not a seventh-round rookie playing his first road playoff game, his first tough environment in the NFL. Yeah. The only two playoff road games that, that Purdy, Purdy has played in the NFL were that Raiders game where they almost lost in overtime to Jared Sidham and that, that Thursday and, in Seattle And a losing game. record on the road in college. Two games. He's yeah. played twice on the road as a pro, and this is in the playoffs, and that leads to the other advantage. 
in the freaking link. Mm -hmm. Like, that matters. That matters. This kid, uh, you know my thing, right? Anyone who listens to this radio show, anyone who listens to the podcast knows one of my core things that I don't think gets just talked about enough. We always look at athletes as these these gladiators, these robots who are supposed to go out and do their job and and perform and all that. Mm -hmm. But, like, yeah, they're human beings, right? You know, they are human beings. And Brock Purdy is a seventh-round rookie walking into the link for the NFC Championship game. You can't tell me that won't matter. Well, and the other part of this, and everything you said is absolutely correct, and I think it's the main talking point when you talk about Brock Purdy in this game. But let's pretend Brock Purdy had played in these games, or Brock Purdy was in his third year. Here's the reality. Forget the fact he's a rookie. Brock Purdy is just not that good. He's, he's the seventh, yeah. last pick of the draft for a reason. He's, he's, he's better than anticipated. He can make more throws. Again, he was the last pick in the draft, so he has already exceeded expectations. But let's not act like Brock Purdy is a top 10 quarterback. You can make the argument the quarterback they faced last week is Bre- is better than Brock Purdy. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think, think it's, he, it's a toss-up, yeah. but you can make that argument, well, Obviously, right? Purdy has better weapons and all that. Right, but better, just but in terms of yeah, quarterbacks. I, look, right? I, if I were, I would take Daniel Jones over, over Brock Purdy. Well, and this is the other reason I think the, the Niners are in some ways a good matchup for the Eagles. One thing the Niners require to win, absolutely require, is turnovers. They have to get turnovers to win the game. The Eagles are great at not turning the ball over. And on the flip side of that, Brock Purdy throws maybe more interceptable passes than anybody in the NFL, like even more than Dak Prescott. He's gotten so lucky with dropped interceptions. They wouldn't even be in this game if last week Diggs didn't drop an interception from Brock Purdy. So what what do we know this Eagles team is good at? They're good at creating turnovers, and they're good at holding on to the ball. So if they can – look, I think most weeks you go into it and you go – you know, they have to win the turnover battle, and, and they do. But even if you told me it was the Eagles turn it over once and the Niners turn it off zero, I still think the Eagles could win the game. At the end of the day, the Niners need multiple turnovers to stay with this Eagles team. This Eagles team can score in any circumstance. More turnovers, less turnovers, on the road, at home, like whatever, right? They can consistently get in the high 20s. That's not the case with the Niners. The Niners need things to go their way to score. So I truly believe this Eagles strength, which is turnovers, matches up really, really well with something the Niners require to win. 215-592-9494. Elliot and I are confident the Eagles are going to win the NFC Championship game tomorrow. And, and, and frankly, more confident than we were when the week started. And honestly, like I, we'll get a lot of people today that will call and say they're nervous. And Look, it's okay to be so nervous. The Niners are good. Yeah. Again, last week, we if you called in and were nervous, we would be like, don't be nervous. They're, we're winning this game. This week, we can I can understand being nervous. Right. It's not it's not a cakewalk. I just think they're better, and they have the better quarterback, and, and they're at home. And I'll repeat it again. In games like this, with two great teams, two teams that are in the conference championship. Again, 15-3 and three versus 15-4. Yeah. and four, That's pretty damn good. Y- you can only ask for so many things. You can ask for it to be home. You can ask to have the better quarterback, and you can hope you have the advantages at the lines. All three of those things are in the Eagles' favor. So could they lose? Yes. But going in, everything is set up for them to win. Like, they have what you want to win the game. They just have to go out and do it. 215-592-9494. We want to get a lot of reaction today. It's a day to hear from Eagles fans. Are you nervous or are you like us? Are you surprisingly more confident than you thought you'd be as the week had gone on as this game is going. Where are you at for this game? Why do the Eagles win? What are you concerned about? It's a day to get on the record. It's our last show before the Eagles have a chance to go to the freaking Super Bowl. We could be doing a podcast tomorrow night talking about the Eagles 
going I mean, think to about that. The Super think Bowl. how often we talk about the 2017 team, the 04 team. This team is about to be yeah. that team. Yeah. And that's the difference between winning and losing tomorrow. It's a difference between five years from now being like, man, that 22 team was good. And going, yeah, 17, 22, 04. Like, yeah. they, they join that class tomorrow if they win tomorrow. It's a great point that the stakes are yeah. high. The legacies are, are on the line. There's all that stuff. All right, 215-592-9494. Again, we want to speak to as many Eagles fans as we can. If you were at our event last night, call in. We'd love yes. to talk to you. It was, it was the best time last night. We had so much fun meeting so many people. Uh, and again, to Elliot's point, like it really did show there is real excitement oh, about yeah. this team, about this game. People are ready, so let's talk about it again. 215-592-9494. Let's start out where we do every single Saturday at this time. In Abington with our buddy Tom. Yo, Tom! Yo, fellas! How we doing today? What up, Tom? How you doing, man? All right, all right. The stage is set, guys. We got yes. uh, the gold gold diggers of San Francisco, home of rice <laughs> bridges, hills, and trolleys, versus our beloved birds of Philadelphia, home of democracy, freedom, cheesesteaks, Rocky, and brotherly love. Very so, nice, yes. Let me tell you guys what I'm sick and tired of hearing about. I am sick and tired of hearing about this number one vaunted defense of San Francisco. Nick Bosa this, Nick Bosa that. I'm really sick and tired of hearing about Brock Purdy. So, yes, I, I respect the Niners' defense, but they have yet to travel across this uh, great country of ours and face our defense. Oh, and by the way, they got to do it with multiple injuries, short mm-hmm. rest, and they got to deal with the ferocious and rabid group known as the Eagles fan base. So, Nick Bosa is amazing. He is but one player. We have an amazing group of players on our D line. And while Brock Purdy is a cute story, all stories must come to an end. And Purdy's story comes to an end around 6 o'clock tomorrow in South Philly as the Eagles D will beat Brock down into submission. I expect a close game through three quarters with the birds pulling away late. A final of 31 to 19. The nation will be forced to put respect on the, on the birds. And more importantly, they'll finally, finally, finally be forced to put respect on the name Jalen Hurts, our franchise quarterback. Tommy, what a call. What a way to start it off. He brought it. He brought it. Tom was ready for this moment. Just like the Eagles will be tomorrow. He was ready for the moment. I mean, look, even the fact he called in was a good start. I will say, too, though, the point about the traveling cross country, like Richie was talking about this week, like, that matters. Obviously, football players being on a plane for five hours, all that stuff matters. But, but you lose a day. Yeah. Like, that's a full day that the Eagles will have to, to continue to prepare for this football game that the Niners won't have. Well, and the Eagles played on Saturday last week. Another, You're yeah. right. They so already had another The Niners point. couldn't even and begin preparing night, until Sunday Monday. Too. Correct. Yeah. So they, they couldn't be, begin preparing until Monday, and they can't prepare on Saturday because they're traveling. So they had the Eagles end up having two more full days than the, the Niners did. 215-592-9494 from one goat to another. Let's go to Tennessee and talk to our feller, Justin. What up, pal? What's happening, fellers? How y'all doing today? What up, man? How you doing? Man, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, before I get into my points, I want to bring up something that I brought up to James earlier this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in 17, the only way I followed like the Eagles, I didn't know about the Radio.com app. Mm-hmm. So I listened to the Bleeding Green Nation pod with yep. James Seltzer, Brandon Lee Gowton, and John Barcher. And that's how I, that's how I came to WIP, mm-hmm. through that. And I really didn't get to listen to the radio 
after the Super Bowl and all that because I, I just, I don't know, maybe it's my old man syndrome and didn't know to download the radio. <laughs> but shortly thereafter is when I downloaded and became an extended member of the WIP family. A main through, member. A main member yes, of the family. Yes, uh, an OG, as, yes, as some, exactly. would, some would yes. say, through through the Bleeding Green Nation podcast. So I want to thank James and BLG and Barchard and Elliot. You know, now you're in there, man. It's awesome. I consider you guys an extension of my family. I love mm. you guys. I love everybody up there, man. I get so much love on Twitter from people I've never even <laughs> met. As you should, and Justin. As you it's should. It's awesome. But anyway, to my point, <clears throat> last week I was pretty daggone close with a lot of my predictions when I called in. The only thing I was really off on was the score, and I said 38 to 20. I think Jalen gets three more touchdowns this week. Uh, mm-hmm. One rushing, two passing. A.J. gets one. Devontae gets one. I think Miles gets a rushing touchdown. I think we get two picks this week, one by Big Play Slay, the other by Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Mm-hmm. I think we wind up with six total sacks. Six. Wow. I know this Niners line's good. But I, I've got faith in Sweat. They're, they're not Brown. that good, Justin. They're fine. Well, I mean, they, they had five last week, and that was their playoff record. So let's right. break the record right away. I love it. Let's let's do it. Uh, and I think I think Reddick gets two of the seat. Mm. Uh, as far as score predictions, I'm going to go Eagles 31-20. And uh, in the words of the great David Wooderson, boys, all right, all right, all right. Let's get it on. <laughs> go love you, buddy. Great call as always. Yeah, look, I um, – I think that, that this run has really felt special, too, in, in the sense that, you know, when 2017 happened, it was miraculous, and it was, you know, it, it, it wasn't out of nowhere at first. We were all like, oh, my God, we have the best team in football, yeah. and then it was out of nowhere, and it came out of nowhere and stuff like, this is if, if, if Carson never got hurt in 2017. It's that feel. It's like yeah, This is what it's, it's built up to. This is just like, oh, my God, we have been the best team in football all season long and now we have two more games to, like, culminate it. Well, you've said it uh, a few times. I think it's so true. When you think about this year, there were, like, four or five, you know, six teams where it was, okay, those are the best teams. Like, those are the teams that are going to be there at the end. And we talked after so many games, like, wins over the Colts, wins over the Cardinals. It's like, okay, well, can they play this way and beat the Niners, right? It was always the Niners. There was Cowboys yeah, talking Yeah, we've been there. waiting for this game all year. But it was pretty much always the Niners, right? And now we're going to get to see it. It's awesome. Like, it's not the 17 thing, to your point, where we didn't see it. We, it was just kind of the, a, a ride out of nowhere with Nick Foles. This is the moment that everyone's been waiting for. Such a good Everyone. Point. And yeah. we're, I, I look, I think they're going to win, but I can't wait to see how it plays out. It's going to be awesome. 215-592-9494. Get on the line now. We want to get to as many callers as we can today. Get the pulse of the city. See if our confidence is your confidence. If not, Why? Get online, 215-592-9494. Plus, coming up next, I'm going to talk about the coin toss this week. Yes. What should they do? Should they take the ball? Sirianni even implied maybe he would take the ball. Elliot Shore Parks has a really interesting reason on what he thinks the Eagles should do and why. What is it? We'll tell you next. Plus, your calls again, 215-592-9494. It's Elliot. It's James. It's Go Birds Radio. And let me tell you, the Bet Parks app has you covered. For conference championship weekend and pro football winners advance the big game Sunday at 3.30. The Birds are a three-point favorite hosting San Fran and Sunday at 6.30. Kansas City, a one-point favorite hosting Cincinnati. That line has moved back and forth. These are close 
games. They should be amazing to bet on. There are so many options. Bet Parks Futures bets. You can wage on uh, wager on who's going to be the champion now. If you think one of these teams is, is going to win at all, you're going to get better odds now than you would if you wait a week till they're in the actual big game. Based on a $100 wager, Cincinnati is plus 240 So $100 wager wins you uh, $240. The, uh, the Birds, same thing, plus 240 100 wins you plus, uh, $240. Uh, Kansas City, 260 You win 260 in San Francisco. San Fran, we're not betting on that anyway, but if you wanted to, it's three fifty on a hundred dollar wager. There's so much more you can bet on player performance, uh, live in game betting. It is a blast. The app is fun, it's easy to use, and nobody brings you the chance to get in on the action like the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. It's the only app that we here at Go Birds recommend. It is Go Birds Radio. Presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. Coming to you from the beautiful Sportsbook at Park Casino, Nick Earnshaw on the ones and twos yes. back in the studio. Great it's a job, good hype Nick. up song. Yeah, that was good. I, I, liked was, it. I was thinking, so let's say they, they win tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to have to run out to the Super Bowl. Obviously in 17 or 18. Yeah, Dream Tonight. That was a big moment, obviously. Yeah, it was what they were going to do. Yeah. I don't think there's an obvious choice for this song. They don't have a song, For really, this right? team, I should yeah. say. Yeah. So I'll be interested to see what they pick once they beat the Niners. By the way, speaking about running out tomorrow, uh, the news was released, I believe, last night. Yes. Brian Dawkins, yeah. your honorary captain for tomorrow night, as if the link wasn't going to be hyped enough. I like it. He's definitely going to like Wolverine walk. He's going to do the whole thing. Crawl out. Crawl out. And then the, the, the weapon X, and everyone's going to lose their mind. Well, it's going to be awesome. And also, so, you know, the who sings the national anthem doesn't normally get a ton of attention. Yeah, but, but this week it's Anita Baker, who is Jalen Hurts' favorite singer. So, it. you know. I don't know how many people out there put on Anita Baker to get hyped up, but I think Jalen doing hey, that anthem. Whatever works, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. So it's a good, good call by it. them to do that. I love it. All right, 215-592-9494. Again, we want to get to as many Eagles callers as we can today. We want to feel the pulse of the city, where people are at. It's a day for you. Tomorrow is such a big day for Eagles fans, for all of us. Where are you at today heading into tomorrow? The excitement, the nerves, the confidence. All of it. Plus, coming up in a minute, I mentioned the coin toss prior to the break. There's been a lot of talk this week. And, and honestly, I've kind of uh, you know, bought in a little bit the idea of get the ball, get up, don't put the Niners, you know, don't don't let the Niners, you know, walk down the yeah. field on you and suck the momentum. There's a real argument to be made for that. Obviously, not something the Eagles do, but last week lost the toss, got the ball, worked out Went great. Right down the field, yeah. Elliot Short Parks has a really interesting thought on this. That's coming up in a minute. First, let's go to Glenside and talk to our buddy Matt. Matthew. Hey, guys. How's it going? What's up, man? How you doing? Man, you know, I I think the Eagles win, but uh, my fear is basically exactly, well, not exactly what James said, but if the Eagles go down early, if they go down seven early, they, they kind of have a tendency to panic and start throwing the ball and getting away from the run. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that ends up leading to three and out, which ends up leading to the defense constantly being on the field. And it's just a downward spiral from there so that's if if the eagles do lose that's the only scenario i can see them losing in is basically because they're not able to control time of possession yeah so look i think anytime in any game you fall behind early it's not a good thing um and the niners are good with controlling the clock they were number two this this year in time of possession the only difference i would say is with christian mccaffrey hurt and with how the eagles run defense has been playing I don't know if the Niners, if they go up, you know, obviously not just 7 nothing, but let's say they get a 10 nothing lead. Like, it's a really bad start to the game. I don't know if yeah. they can just go into prevent offense like that because I think the Eagles have been so good 
uh, against the uh, against the run recently. And the other thing about this is, you know, you said you you don't want them to abandon the running game, and, and I agree with you on that. But the Niners passing, in my opinion, they're passing defense. The Eagles can take advantage yeah. of that. So I actually think if if it comes out where you know midway through the first, the Eagles are behind and they have to throw the ball, I don't think that's the end of the world because the Niners cornerbacks at least their number two corner is not that good and i think jalen you know he played great last week he's mvp candidate for a reason i think if the ball's in his hand more it's not it's not a bad well thing. also real quick on that too matt i mean the one spot and i know a lot of people talked about this this week but the one spot this niners defense over the last couple years has struggled with is running quarterbacks they get yeah. 50 and a touchdown to mariota yep. last year lost to that lost, la- that, game. lost that game last year had some really bad performances against against running quarterbacks so I think it might be time to, to get Jalen out on the move a little bit more, too. Well, yeah, I agree. But one other thing about the defense, um, the Eagles defense, I should say, is I feel like San Fran's game plan is going to be to kind of isolate our linebackers and with a, with a matchup with George Kittle. And when they're not doing that, they're going to be doing short stuff to the sides. And yeah. tackling is going to be huge for our defense. If they're not making the tackles, it's going to be a long day. No, Matt, really good point there. Yeah, and, I, you know, at the beginning of the week, I viewed that as a, as a concern. But, you know, one of the best football guys in the city, Joe Giglio, hit me up with a, 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 a really compelling stat. It was an interesting stat. It, you really good, the right? this week. Yeah. Uh, the Eagles on crossing routes. So not to the side like he said, but if you talk about isolating the linebackers, you know, getting in the middle of the Kittle, field. Kittle, Debo, the yeah, stuff they getting like to them do over with the those guys. Yep. The Eagles have been one of the best teams in the league this year at taking those passes and not allowing them to turn into big gains. And that's another, th- I think, an important part when talking about this Niners offense. The Niners offense, to me, is not 50-yard completion down the field. It's an 8-yard completion that turns into 40 yards. Like, that's how they get chunk plays. The Eagles, A, don't allow chunk plays, you know, in the traditional variety of, like, a 40- or 50-yard completion. But they, I can't think of many plays this year. I Like, Swift, the first week against the Lions, maybe had a few. But outside of that, there have not been many uh, plays this year where a receiver or running back or a tight end or whoever catches it for a 7-yard completion and turns it into 40 yards. Like, the Eagles, for all the concerns about tackling, they've done an excellent job this year of not allowing big plays of any variety. And that's another, like, if, to, to Matt's point, if the Niners want to isolate the linebackers and try to do little dink and dunk plays, I'm fine with that because, A, it means Brock Purdy's attempting more passes. And the more passes Brock Purdy attempts, the more likely it is the Eagles are going to win the game. All right, coming up in a minute, Elliot's got a really interesting perspective on the coin toss. First, let's go to South Philly and talk to our buddy we saw last night. Came out to McSorley's our buddy Todd in South Philly. What up, buddy? Yo, what's up, guys? How y'all doing? It was nice seeing what you, up? pal. Yeah, good to see you. It was you, great man. to see you guys, too. It was a very good experience. That place was packed. That place very was packed, insane. Todd. Like, it was, we, Elliot and I couldn't believe, you're, you know, your biggest fear when you go out to, like, an event, you're meeting people, is that, like, just no one shows up, and yeah. it's, like, me and Elliot talking to each other the whole time. Polar opposite of that. <laughs> I <laughs> will say, was, like, full. when I first walked in, Todd, I think, was the first person I saw, and I was like, all right, it's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm it was good to see. I Wish I would have seen you more, but thank yeah. you for coming out. Of course, not a problem. Glad to be that rock for you the way you guys exactly. are the city of Philadelphia and football here. <laughs> telling us all it's going to be okay. Yes, but, yes. All right, so I have a question for you guys. Would you agree that the emotional heart and soul of this team on offense is Jason Kelsey and on defense is Brandon Graham? Uh, yes, I think so. And this very well could be both of their last time walking out to Lincoln on Lincoln Financial Field yeah. on Sunday. Nobody is talking about it. They are not losing that game. Jason Kelsey and Brandon Graham 
will not lose their final home game at the link. It's not possible. They will roll this team to a win no matter what. I'm confident. Don't get me wrong. The Niners are a great team, and they will be the best team that the Eagles have to play this year. I'm not saying that they can't lose, but I don't see any realistic way that Jason Kelsey and Brandon Graham walk off the field for the last time with their with their heads hung low. It's not possible. Yeah, and to your point, Todd, not only will they not want to lose the game, obviously, but I do think it's a motivating factor for their teammates, right? I think Jalen Hurts understands and appreciates the history and, like, the moment of Jason Kelsey maybe playing his last game there. Uh, By the way, also, maybe not for retirement, but it it could be Fletcher Cox's last game. Fletcher Cox's last game, yeah. Very likely home game. Well, I remember in the 2017 championship game, Malcolm said before to the team, like, this could be our last, well, it will be the last time that that team ever takes the field, you know, at the link at the same group, and... To Todd's point, it's that that is magnified and amplified by the fact that uh, it's Kelsey, Brandon Graham, and Fletcher Cox's potentially last game uh, as a Philadelphia Eagle at home. For sure, I think they're really going to go out there, and I don't think we have to worry about it looking like the Giants Cow or the. I don't think we have to worry about it looking like the Niners Cowboys game. Both teams are going to be ready to go. We're not going to see a nine-nine score at halftime. I don't. I don't think so either. No chance. Yeah, Todd, love you, buddy. Thanks for calling, and always a pleasure. Um, all right, let's get to the coin toss. Let's as, do it. Because that has been, That's you how know, you know it's a day before Well, this has been the most talked about coin toss, I feel like I remember. Yes. Like, we kind of, you know, there's always the people who say, oh, take the ball, they always defer, whatever. But, you know, this after, you know, it working so well last week. After, you know, losing the toss, getting the ball, and just romping down the field, and, and it was over, essentially. Um, and against, you know... The idea of of this this Niners team, we've talked so much about how important it is for this defensive line to be able to pin their ears back and go, getting a lead, massively important thing for the Eagles, all that stuff. Where do you stand? Because, again, it's it, people have talked about it this week. Nick was asked about it and even implied maybe. Where do you stand on the whole should they or shouldn't they have, have taken the ball yeah. to win the toss? So, first, I'll say Nick Nick's answer this week about whether or not he would take the uh, ball. I thought was a little like – I thought it was like kind of a throwaway. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, like, I'm not going to ah, tell you, you what we're going to do. Right. Yeah. So, if they win the toss, then that's the key part of this, obviously. Because if they, if they lose the toss and the Niners decide to defer, then, yeah, like they have a great chance to go down the field and make a statement. But if they win it, the reason I would kick the ball off is because I think if you win the toss and you decide to take the ball, you have to score. You have got to score. If you break from your norm and decide, you know what, we want the ball because we're going to make a statement, then you have to make the statement. I think if you take the ball and you don't score, then it's, it's a, you know, I don't want to say catastrophe because it's a first play it's the first series of the game but it's a bad way to start the game on the flip side of that i think if you if we've talked so much about uh, brock purdy's lack of experience yeah. get him on the field first. get him on the field first especially right? like the loudest moment of the game will be yes. the, the everyone will be that ready to be go jacked up right. and like put purdy on the field right put away. him on the field he'll be nervous that game will have just started he'll really be feeling it i think i think the eagles defense matches up well with the niners offense regardless but i definitely think that on the first possession of the game is where you could really kind of get a throwaway possession from the niners where purdy's just a little out of it so i think on offense it's going to be hard to go down and score right away and there's a lot of pressure to do so but also then on defense you have a good chance to get them well off the and field. also if you're looking at it too i mean the niners the defense is their identity that's the thing that they're they're calling car best defense yeah. football that like you're putting their their best unit yeah, on the field point. to start the game if you take the ball too so i think there's honestly i was kind of wavering i'm generally a defer guy i think i'm back to defer you know i, I wavered yeah. a little bit during the week but at your point thinking about putting the niners defense on the field to start the game all that i'm, I'm and i think i'm at defer again for what it's worth then if it works out for you you could end up getting back-to-back possessions and in a game where 
I think it could end up being a big Eagles win, but, you know, it's likely going to be close. Getting a possession at the end of the first half and then starting the third quarter with it, not to mention, again, the th- start of the third quarter is when a lot of fans are out of their seats. They're in, you know, whatever, beer lines, all that. If, if a main talking point is it's going to be loud for Purdy and Rockus, we'll get him on the field in a possession where you know it's going to be loud and Rockus and not risk that third quarter possession maybe not being as, you know, amped up by the fans. 215-592-9494. We're going to run calls next segment. Get on the line now. Again, we want to talk to as many Eagles fans today as we can. It is Elliot. It is James. It's Go Birds Radio from the beautiful Sportsbook at Parks Casino. We're coming right back. It's Go Birds Radio, presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. So, in relation to the song you're hearing, sometimes during a break, you know, you just kind of hang out, eat some food, you kind of talk to people who come up to you, whatever. And sometimes during a break, you listen to Elliot Shore Parks and our producer Nick Earnshaw go back and forth about what is the Eagles hype song, yeah. all these songs. Wait, hold on. Do they play that one going from the locker room to the tunnel, or is that in, the tunnel? In depth stuff. Yeah, it was. Among the more ridiculous conversations I've, I've listened to in a while. So. And that apparently is the song they play. Nick, you want to hop on? Is that the one they play from the, yeah. the tunnel? So okay. they left when they leave the locker room. They played it last week. Just want to okay. rock by Little Uzi Vert. Okay, that, that's that's the song. That was just the instrumental part. But they played I, that last week. So I have an announcement. Oh, I'm no longer cool. Like it's happened. You, you little Uzi I just Vert. heard it. Yeah, yeah. like I mean, that moment right there was me the too. moment yeah. where it's like, okay, it's it's official. See, like this, this, I think the last few years I could have held my own a little bit. I'm. I'm done. Yeah, I'm yeah. like I'm many years into yeah. the not it's, cool. It's over. I, I I had no expectation that I would ever recognize. I mean, I've heard yeah. the name, a little Lucy Bird. No, I know he is too. I've but... heard the name, but I couldn't tell you what a song. Yeah. I couldn't, He's yeah, from I'm Philly. Old. But I, yeah. see, I'm done. Even worse. I'm done. Even worse yeah. job by me. I had a good run. Yeah. yeah. 35 I, years I think is good, but yeah, my I'm run officially ended, washed. My run ended a long time ago, yeah. so I, I'm a Sorry. dad. I'm allowed Nick's to be Nick's the cool one now, yeah. Nick is way cooler than we are, so. Yeah. To hear Hood on site with us, way cooler. We're to make it even worse, yeah. I like non sarcastically suggested they should run out to the Rocky theme. Yeah, you did. I did. You did. I said that. Yes. <laughs> it's done. It's what done. did I say? Love it. I thought it was a great <laughs> yeah, idea. I was in all in. It, yeah. So, yeah, I'm even worse. All I was right. like, why wouldn't they? What's the problem with that? So. Well, it was a good run, Nick. Uh, congratulations on being the cool one yeah. on the show. I uh, guess, yeah. And Tyre, I mean, too, it, out of Yeah, Tyre, yeah. too, definitely. The, 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 I'm, I'm sure he knows. Yeah, well, really, the takeaway is we're not cool. Yeah, we're done. Uh, yeah. It's all right. All right, two one five five nine two ninety four nine for calling. Talk some not cool guys talking Eagles. Yeah, as we head into the end of just two old game. sports talk. Yes, guys. Yeah. yes, a lot of old talk today. Maybe some Bruce Springsteen if you want to come back to that. No, I'm just don't kidding. do that. I'm kidding. Yeah. I don't. I'm not a Bruce guy. I'm not either. But who knows? At this uh, rate, uh, maybe uh, a year from now I will be. <laughs> <laughs> For all I know, it might come on on the ride home, and I'll like you know start enjoying it. It's like, wow, I'm in. Yeah, who am I now? <laughs> all right, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's get to as many Eagles fans today as we can. We want to get the pulse of the city, the confidence, the nerves, all of it. Let's go to our guy Jerry in Newcastle. What up, Jerry? Fly Eagles, fly on the road to victory. Fly Eagles, fly. Four touchdown, one, two, three. One, two, three. In a row, in a high. It was a Eagles fly. Fly, Eagles fly. On the road to victory. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. There we go. The 
this show has begun. This show has begun. Jerry has the best truck horn that there is, and he, he does. Has, he, he, I always wonder about the people driving next to Jerry. As yeah. Jerry's slamming on that thing, like, whoa! whoa Looking around. Yeah. They're like, oh, no, no, it's just <laughs> Eagles. I hope that at least one time there was someone listening to WIP. Oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be yeah. amazing. And it's like, oh, my God, that's Jerry. Yeah. Uh, I hope that's happened, Jerry. How you doing, pal? It was a phenomenal hey, job by going? you. I, I've actually had somebody call from Ben Salem once on a Friday because I did it on a mic on uh, Ike and Rad. Nice. And uh, at John, or John and Ike yeah. show. And they're like, who's that guy? Blowing his horn in the middle of traffic. That's hilarious, Jerry. I but love I'm pulled it. over. I'm pulled over down in Georgia. I'm all fired up for the game, boys. Nice. And, uh, and, and the words of Chuck from Mount Airy, Well, parties would kiss my ass. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm we need a Chuck call. About that yeah. guy. I'm tired of hearing about that guy. He doesn't know what's coming to him because he has never been in this situation before. As you said, he was drafted last pick of the draft for a reason. And mm -hmm. we're going to find out that reason on Sunday. I can tell you that right now. My prediction of the score, I'm on, I've been saying it all week, it's going to be 30 to 24 birds. They're going to have about four or five sacks. And A.J. Brown's going to have the day of his, of his career or the day of an Eagles career. Love on this, Sunday. Jar. Jar, what a pleasure. Great, great call. call yeah. Great horn. Wh who do you think is more like, what the hell is going on? The people driving near Jerry where the car comes out of nowhere? Or all the people at Park Casino who looked my way when I was doing the Eagles, doing Eagles like yeah, just top my legs, Eagles chant. Well, I'll, I'll say man. this. How I'll say this. Hopefully, uh, hopefully everybody's okay with that. Right? I would hope so. You know, right? I mean, I, th I think the the moment uh, fits it. Yeah. Um, he said something I don't think we brought up that I, I do want to talk about. AJ Brown. Yeah. So last week uh, didn't have a big game. Um, could have had a touchdown late. You know, either didn't get to the ball or the ball was overthrown. Did have a key block for what it's worth yeah. on the Devonte touchdown, which absolutely matters. So it wasn't like he played a bad game, but wasn't super involved. Um, you know, there was video. I guess you would have seen it on the broadcast, but of him looking upset on yep. the sideline. Yep. Talked about this week. Said he's good. I, it'll be interesting Talks to see. About, you know, and look, he admitted. He's like, I want the ball. Like, yeah. I'm a, it's what it is. He you said, know? if I'm a receiver, he said, if you give it to me 100 times, I want it 101, which I'm fine with. I am I'm too. Fine That's with. the yeah. position. You know, yeah. as long as he's still blocking, as long as he's not sulking, as long as he's not, you know, and right. we don't know, but it doesn't seem like it's. No, he seemed fine. Seemed, yeah. And look, I, th I also think with all the camera angles and stuff now that are on these games, like stuff like this happens all the time. You just don't always see it, right? So at the end of the day, I think that a receiver being upset, he's not getting a ton of passes, isn't the end of the world. But it will be interesting to see tomorrow. So the Niners have one really good cornerback. Will will he travel with AJ? And if he does, how are the Eagles going to kind of handle that look? Like, AJ's really good. AJ can win any matchup. He deserves 50-50 uh, balls. But ultimately, if if uh, Lenore is on Devontae, that's a matchup that's more advantageous for the Eagles. So I do think they're going to want to come out, get AJ involved, make sure he feels involved early. But you also have to be smart and make sure you're taking the best matchup on the field. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Look on the board and see another person we got to meet for the first time last night. Pod Lister, what a treat coming from Bethlehem, Hannah. What a treat it was to finally meet you last night. Thanks for calling, Hannah. Oh my gosh! Of course, it was such a pleasure to meet you guys last night. So yes, fun. Thank, yeah, thank you so much for coming. The event really was unbelievable. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I'm so blown away. Yeah, definition of unbelievable. James can't believe it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, literal. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Oh my gosh! Yeah, like hundreds of people were there. I was like, I was completely blown yeah. away by the turnout. But and all for James, it was wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brent Selleck had nothing. To, the, yeah. the tickets to the championship game, nothing to do with it. Yeah. So yeah, all James. All me.
Oh, don't minimize your coolness, guys. <laughs> no, I accepted it already. I'm done. It's over. You got to see it firsthand last night, but now the whole city knows. Yeah, yeah you'd feel, you'd imagine feeling pretty cool after last night where like people are trying to talk to you and you're like, ah, I'm such yeah. a loser. It, you guys are killing me. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah, how, what, what are your emotions right now? Uh, uh, basically, I mean, uh, just uh, 25 hours more or less from, the, from kickoff tomorrow? Oh, so excited. So excited. Obviously, since I'm an avid fan, people at work keep being like, that guy on your team, Jalen Hurts, is amazing. And in my head, I'm like, <laughs> guys, I've been calling this for years. This is insane. I love being proven right. Mm-hmm. And that is what is happening. Just, like, sit back and enjoy being proven right, all the Jalen Hurts fans, because it's awesome being hot for Hurts right now because <laughs> Love everybody it. loves him. Yeah, And, and you were. We can, we can verify you were hot for Hurts yeah, way early before on people it. were hot for Hurts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been on this train a long time. <laughs> yeah. But honestly, and look, I'm the so fact that's going that, to the Super oh, Bowl, go. the fact the train yeah. is going to the Super Bowl is pretty Who unbelievable. Who see this coming? Who would have seen it coming? And that's the thing. I'm so glad we're playing the 49ers on our way to the Super Bowl. Because imagine if we were playing the Cowboys. Everybody would be saying dumb stuff like, oh, you guys only played people in your division to get there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even count. That rings. Like, you, you all know how people would try to minimize it. Yeah. If we could just say that, like, the only teams we played in the playoff were the Giants and the Cowboys. So yeah. I love that we have a solid opponent, and we're going to crush him. That's a great just point, Anna. I like, and Hannah, again, thank you for coming last night. It really was, it was awesome meeting yeah. you. Thank you got to become a consistent caller now. Yeah. You came you're to the event. You're the Justin, Tom from Abington. Yeah, you're Hannah in now, from Hannah. Bethlehem. Consistent oh, caller. I'm in now? Okay. You're All in, right. yeah. Love All right, it. I'm in. It'll awesome. happen more often. All right. It was great <laughs> Bye, meeting guys. you, Hannah. The- Thanks for coming. Um, I cut her off and said you're the best. You did. It's okay. It's okay. I actually have a Jalen Hurts point, but should I save it or should I? Save it. Okay. It's called a tease. That's what I was thinking. What a radio pro here. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, coming up next, Elliot Elliot Parks' thought on Jalen Hurts. Uh, And again, look, coming up next, we have a long segment coming up. We're going to get to as many calls that segment as we can. Get online now, 215-592-9494. If you want to talk birds with us, your your emotions for the game tomorrow, your, your nerves, your confidence, we want to hear it all. 215-592-9494. It's Go Birds Radio from the beautiful sportsbook at Parks Casino. And Bet Parks has you covered for conference championship weekend in pro football. The winners obviously advance the big game Sunday, tomorrow, 3 o'clock. Here in Philadelphia, the Birds, a three-point favorite hosting San Francisco. Sunday at 6.30, Kansas City, a one-point favorite hosting Cincinnati. There are all kinds of ways that you can bet on this game with the Bet Parks app. You can bet on individual player performances. If you think a certain wide receiver is going to get his this week, bet on his over. Bet on a touchdown. If you think uh, our quarterback's going to run for a lot of yards this week, you can bet on that. You can bet on all these things. Live in-game betting lets you have real opportunities to make money as, as the, the line swing. And look, you can also check out the Bet Parks futures right now. If you think one of these four teams is, is winning it all, Bet on them now. You will not get better odds on that team to win it all than you will right now. Philadelphia is, is plus 240 to win it all, so $100 bet wins you 240 If Kansas City, do you think there's a certain quarterback who's feeling better than people think? Plus 260 Those are not bad odds for Kansas City. $100 bet wins you 260 Again, there are so many awesome ways to win money this weekend with the bet parks app so sign up now nobody brings you the chance to get in on the action like the bet park sportsbook and casino apps the only app that we here at go birds recommend